0: In this episode, we're speaking to Amber Sambri. Amber Sabri is a creative consultant and the founder of Eshar PR, a public relations and a digital marketing agency where she's dedicated to working with If you want to learn more about founders my tools and, and mindset strategies, businesses. then please visit she my website, her. And life if you want by to take part our in our five-day five day abundance mindset makeover workshop to where I deep mindset, dive name, into energy tools www. for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetprogram.com and register. I look forward free to being your mentor belief, in the next reverse workshop. Reverse your money shame. You want to and learn about the laws of money? So go and get my life laws of money from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time, this is Bill Khan signing off. Take your relationship care and bye for with now. Money. Whether you're in a job. Profession or working on your passion, change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Girl Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Girl Khan, your money mindset expert, and today I'm so excited. I'm speaking to the beautiful Amber Sabri. Welcome, Amber. Hello, thank you
1: so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Thank you so much for joining us, Amber. Amber, everyone's heard the intro, this scene, and the note. They've heard how wonderful you are. But please, in your own words, tell everybody what it is that you do.
1: Sure. So I am a female founder. I have my own PR agency where I work with female founders, minority-owned brands, and just small businesses to kind of even out the playing field in the PR space. You see so many brands over and over again in the same articles. So my goal is to kind of spread the word, tell them about all these incredible brands, help them get out there, make some great connections, put on some cool events, create some great content and just help them out.
0: Awesome, fantastic. So Abba, talk us through your journey. Where did you, I mean, did you start start off thinking you're gonna have a PR agency? It doesn't really seem logical, does it? So talk us through how, you know, how did you end up owning a PR agency? It kind of accidentally
1: happened. I always knew I was going to work in PR. So I went through college, did the whole internships, got the whole job. In the end, I was always like, okay, like 10, 15 years after I get into the corporate world, I'll probably start an agency. You may work your way to the top. What else are you going to do? I'll just start my own. This happened probably like 10-ish years earlier than anticipated. I was working a full-time job at a really great PR agency, the clients were great but I was just wanted something a little bit more creative and a little bit more active and my clients already big names really were just reactive to what was ever what everything was happening so I wanted to get back into that creativity the reason why I got into PR so I had the luxury of being able to quit my job in the pandemic I lived at home and I was like let me just figure it out let me find the right agency with the right client something that I know I'll love and I ended up just started freelancing in between a brand that I had followed for years. Holy chic by mega coincidentally posted literally the next day after I thought, Hey, maybe I could freelance Mm -hmm. looking for PR help. And I was like, okay, I know the basics of PR. I've worked in it for a year. I've had how many four or five internships. I understand how it works. I can do the basics for them Mm -hmm. and working with them. It just kind of spiraled from there. I had like three to four clients. I think this was like February, 2021, we started working together and things just continued to grow. It's just a snowball effect. I built a really great network of people through Holy Chic and my other clients. And then they ended up being at New York Fashion Week where I met so many other people, opened my door to so many other things. And I just kind of felt dumb continuing to look for a full-time job when things were going so well. And at the time I was 23 turning to 24 and I was like you know what let's give it a chance if all else fails I go back to the corporate world and here we are about a year and a half year and a half I think so I'm doing my math correctly a year nine months later and we're still working
0: awesome 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 so it's yeah. This is why I ask because you are awfully young to be, you know, to be a founder, and that's probably a that you commonly get often. but my God, you're so young. You know, this is the age when people stay in corporate jobs and get experience before they you know they delve into the world of you know being an entrepreneur because it's a it's a really crazy ride. Uh, so, what has your experience being as as a young entrepreneur as a younger CEO?
1: I've definitely experienced tons and tons of imposter syndrome. Mm. Which I mean, it comes with the territory. I started off doing this when I was about 23 years old. I'm coming up to 26 years old. And even now, I'm still kind of needed to remind myself hey, you've been doing this for at least four years now. I graduated college four years ago, continue to work in PR all of this time. So I do have four years of experience, but a lot of times I go back to being 23 years old and I'm like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. But I've been able to connect with some really cool entrepreneurs who either have like social media agencies or other PR agencies that are around my age. I have one, I guess, sort of mentor. I would call her a mentor who's in her early 30s. And she has probably been the biggest help in helping my mindset and kind of boost my confidence and just kind of give me a little bit direction of when sometimes I'm wigging it. And she's like, well, hey, I did it this way and I didn't know what I was doing and it worked out. Why don't you give it a try? So I've been able to connect with people, which I think is what has helped me so much in going through this at such a young age.
0: I'm glad you mentioned the imposter syndrome. So let me reassure you, it doesn't matter what age you jump into the entrepreneurial world, the imposter syndrome comes to um, bite your backside at any age, regardless. And it's, it, you know, sometimes it's the age factor. Sometimes it's the, you know, who who the hell do you think you are? And sometimes it's because you think, oh, my God, you know, I have so many responsibilities. Can I do this? You know, what if they think everyone, because normally people who who jump into the entrepreneurial world, they are, they, they're ambitious. They're perceived to be, um, you know, successful. What people realize, I, I don't know how I'm going to get to Sometimes it's just good taking a day at a time. You really are, as an entrepreneur, at times taking a day at a time because you can't see the wood from the trees and you cannot see the path apart from the the day after. So this is normal. It's <laughs> that's normal. But I'm glad you 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 expressed it because I think you've got that age associated with it as well, which is um it, it can have an additional factor. How do you, how do your peers perceive, you know people your age, what did they say? And this is quite important from a mindset perspective. How supportive or not were your, you know, your friends and your family and your peers?
1: I was really lucky that my peers have been very supportive. I think having a combination of peers that are in the entrepreneurial space around my age, as well as people who are doing the traditional route, it's kind of set me up to have a good group of people around me. Hmm. So my peers who have no idea what I'm doing, but I was like, hey, guys, I quit my job. I just started this agency. I have three clients right now. They're like, wow, that's incredible. You started your business. This is just so cool. They see the success side in my head. I'm like, okay, I'm taking it one day at a time. I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. I'm stressing out. I'm like, did I send out that invoice? Did I send out that contract? I'm a mess in my head. And then I have my other peers who are on the same boat as me where they're still like, this is incredible. I understand your pain. I understand your stress. It comes with the territory. I'm in the same boat, but you also think that I'm super successful. And I think that's really helped of having both ends where I just have people that are kind of lifting me up. So even when I'm in my stress zone, I'm like, okay, but I have supporters. So if all of this crashes down, it's not, they're like, oh, look at this girl. She's a failure. They're like, you still built a business from the ground up out of nowhere with no intentions to. So I think having a good mix of people around me has been incredible
0: and I would not be here without them. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. Things at the workshop what about family super helpful I when I kind
1: of had the moment where I was like do I do this it was kind of the opportunity of I had a job but I was like should I can, should I should I take the full-time job that's what I was working for for eight months interviewing while still freelancing on the side and I sat down with my mom and my brother and I was like what do I do and they're like, are you basically for lack of better terms? They're like, are you dumb? Like you have nothing to lose. Pursue it. If all else fails, go back. So they were super, super supportive, which at first I didn't really anticipate because obviously mm-hmm. being South Asian, the traditional parents are always like, get a job. Like safe. you should get a this. safe job, be safe. Like you should do this. This is good. My mom always wanted me to work in business, but I was like, I cannot do that. And she was just like, yeah, why not? And I was like, okay. I mean, if my mom is like, why not? I guess I should be that way too.
0: So, that this is, you know, what advice would you have for somebody listening to this at the moment and another, you know, young entrepreneur thinking, I want to start this on my own too. I need to have this conversation, this difficult conversation with my mother or my, or my father or my family or my friends or my peers. How would you start this conversation? And how did you go about it?
1: So I didn't anticipate having this conversation and I think from starting freelancing in February to ultimately coming to the decision in October, those eight months, I was never a hundred percent sure my. I was going to pursue this. And in the back of my mind, I was like, well what if I do? And I kind of made out a plan of I need to make X amount each month to the same amount I was making at my job. If I make more great, I'm set up for more. I have this, I need to have this in order. I have this business operations and just kind of come up sort of with a business plan. It wasn't super shelled out, but I had sort of the ideas and the business operations in mind. So when I had that conversation ultimately with my mom and my brother, I was like, look, I'm making at this point double than what I was making each month at my corporate job. I'm making a lot of more great connections. I'm having these great conversations. I have so many more leads. If those leads don't come to anything, I'm open to maybe getting a part-time job to supplement it. So there's a little bit of stability, but it feels at this moment a little, for lack of better words, dumb to not pursue this. So I think if anyone is was in a similar position where they're like, I kind of want to do this, but I don't know. I don't know if how to bring up this conversation. Had somewhat of a plan in order.
0: Right. What you I, mean think, pla- I, think plans, I think plans I think are essential. You seem to be someone who had a head on, on her shoulders, you were pursuing it. And it was a natural progression for you to move forward in that direction. So if someone's thinking about it, they need to have, um, I think they need to have a plan. If they're in a job, they need to have an exit plan. And if they want to start a business and they're working in something else, or whatever the, for the business, you need to have a plan. And if you're in a job, you need to have an exit plan because you need to be financially stable. I think that's very, very important. Um, entrepreneurship is so, so difficult. Add to it financial um, you know, uh, hurdles on top and you are literally asking for a, you know, literally a disaster. So you need to be financially comfortable. I don't say you have to be wealthy, but you have to be comfortable with your mm-hmm. means to be able to pursue this and be able to take the ups and downs with your entrepreneurial endeavors. So I think that's very important. What's the biggest change that you've seen in yourself coming from you know when you did internships and when you were doing freelance to now actually having established uh, established agency
1: I I'm not really sure because a lot of times I think I think it comes with the imposter syndrome where I talk myself down a little where people are like oh my god this is incredible I'm like yeah it's not that big of a deal like oh I'm still I'm not a hard worker and they're like hey Amber you've built up this whole business I think I'm a little bit more networking, I'm doing that more. I'm more open to conversations. Before I was like, okay, this is my job. I finished my job. I don't really need to make friends at this job. But now I kind of understand the point of networking. I never really understood it as an intern, probably should have networked and made relationships with the other interns and other people at the jobs. But now I understand having that community it makes such a A larger difference in your journey whether you are just someone working corporate world or if you actually are an entrepreneur actually talking to people and building relationships is a big deal and i think that has been my biggest change of like i'm being more active in making those relationships
0: wonderful wonderful so if we wrap this up what advice would you give to someone who's starting out and they are tossing there there are so many different options to go through they're looking at going to Um, universities and with all those loans, or they're going to, uh, you know, or they're starting, you know, starting on the business or going through, you know, what we have apprenticeships here in UK. What advice would you give to a young individual who's, who has all these options, you know, given your background and what you've achieved. So in such an early age,
1: I'm definitely, I still have that mentality of have a safety option in the back of my mind. If this agency fails, I have my degree, I have experience, so I can get that corporate job. So I always encourage people if the, job and the degree are worth it get the degree it's always good to have that backup plan but if you really do want to pursue that job or if you want to pursue something else figure out exactly what your goals are maybe it's writing it down have a clear vision in mind of what you would like to do figure out those steps a planner the steps i need to get to there and work up the ladder from there. I think if you have that rough idea, launch now, whatever that plan is, whether it's the apprenticeship or if launching the business, you can always perfect your journey later because there's only so much you can predict. The way that I started this agency two years ago is nowhere near how I'm operating it now because I knew things then and I have since figured out what works and what doesn't work. So if you kind of have that rough idea of what you're looking for, what your goals are, what you want to do, and you're ready to pivot and adjust as things come at you, you're set, whatever your whatever your path is.
0: Awesome. Okay, fantastic. So tell us, Amber, how can we connect with you? Where can you find you on the internet?
1: Well, you can find me. I'm on Instagram, I'm on TikTok, I'm on all of the social medias. It's Miss Amber Sobery. Um, if you are interested in my PR agency, I am Uzher Public Relations on Instagram, A-Z-H-A-R, and
0: my website, Azher P R. Wonderful. So if you are listening to us in the podcast, the links that we just mentioned will be in the show notes. And if your watch is on YouTube, then down below in the description section, we'll have the links to her. um, All the links that Amber just mentioned to go check her out and see how she can help you with your um, help here and agency can help you with build your business. Thank you so much for coming on today. um, Amber, we'll come back. We'll, we'll, We'll welcome you back for Money Talkies. But today, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for listening to me Anaba. today. I will be back with another amazing guest on Friday Future finding out how they've changed their life by changing their mindset. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website,